Wake up. Wake up. You ready to get funky? Open, let's go party early. <laughs> I don't know. Connie and Fish, Steve is uh, oh, you wuss. Come on, <laughs> I haven't done that since college at 6 a.m. I'll make you a mommy mimosa, dude. I'll make you a mommy mimosa. It's okay, <laughs> you'll have the best. Mim- I make the best mimosas of all mimosas. Sorry, <laughs> I'm sure you do. I've been doing that since since tuesday night okay so uh before we uh get into your day i want to let everybody know it is nice out right now so yesterday what a storm dude right holy cow yeah uh yeah it was it was uh it was definitely i mean it was a thunder boomer some may say i slept through most of it and uh alicia who's living in a chair she's halfway there oh oh living in a chair because uh, she broke her collarbone she's living in this lazy boy essentially she's like that storm was awesome it was great that was the best storm of all storms oh my god so I gotta, <laughs> oh god i gotta get over that today i gotta get over that so it was just uh right now it's not raining it might rain randomly throughout the day today you should almost count on it uh you know until like five o'clock for those of you that are planning on mowing today or if you work in a business where you maybe own a business and you're mowing uh good luck tomorrow though it'll be cool though it'll be nice i mean it's, it's already cool it's what is it right now like uh i think it's in the 40s uh yeah 44 Ooh. so uh it's gonna be a high of 55 today with low of 46 tomorrow partly cloudy 51 low 39 hello fall uh weekend 52 and 50 might rain on sunday so get your stuff done friday and saturday your outdoors your uh trimming of the hedges if you have to get things ready for that you're getting things ready for the winter maybe uh this would be a good weekend to do it so you could plan on that yesterday steve yeah i uh okay so if you're wondering where connie is got a couple emails from people today that uh maybe they're uh lagging behind on the podcasts our podcast is connie and fish and you posted that podcast right steve a couple days yes, ago it, it. Yep. I thought so. Uh, so a couple people lagging behind in the podcast. A couple people uh, maybe don't listen to podcasts and you've been away. Maybe you're off a couple days. Connie is uh, not with us now. She does have cancer, which is what she talked about a couple days ago, in her kidneys and liver. She's figuring out a plan with her doctors as soon as they uh, st- Here's the thing about doctors, and I know that they're busy, and I don't understand that industry. So it's pretty presumptuous of me that, well, it's pretty rude of me, I guess, to say that it's very annoying that they have not figured out her plan yet. But I guess it just all takes time. And I'm a very, very impatient person. I would be the worst person ever to her situation, frankly. 
Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I just, I, I would be the worst person ever because it would be driving me bonkers. So, anyway, if uh, Connie should hopefully be back on Monday, they're trying to figure out a plan and uh, she'll be back intermittently. And she does appreciate, I talked to her uh, yesterday, obviously. I don't know if you know this or not, Steve, but Connie and I talk quite a bit off the no, air as well no, I, no, I on the phone. That. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. It's weird not being able to see her. So, uh, I was talking to her yesterday. I'm like, okay, I gave you two days off. So plan on me coming to visit you Thursday. Uh, it's just going to happen. Right. So embrace it. And she was asking about how our meeting went with BT. Uh, Steve and I had the meeting yesterday with our boss, BT. I had a little bit too much fun at Steve's expense. For some right. reason, I, I swear to God, if you were single and into dudes and BT were single and into dudes, I would think that he is hitting on you. Would you agree? Because he's being weirdly nice to you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, really. it, 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 it's been weird. It's he has been weirdly, weirdly nice to you. So, uh, with BT, uh, he keeps talking to Steve about how, what a great job Steve's doing, mm-hmm. and it's like he's finally figured out that Steve's pretty good at this, which is why Steve is here. By the way, we don't just want Steve to be our producer, Connie and I, because he's a nice guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we actually want him to be our producer because he's very good at his job. Not just daddy tips, not just best ofs or podcasts and web posts and whatnot, but Steve's actually a pretty funny, weird guy. Oh, you know? you're sweet, Fish. I appreciate it. So, well, I feel bad because I think I might have hurt your little feelings yesterday. It was really funny. So, we're <laughs> talking to our boss, BT, and he's like, hey, man, I, uh, you know, you guys are doing a good job and it's fine. And I know obviously it's not the same without Connie and that's, you know, whatever. And, we're like, duh. And, uh, he's like, yeah. and Steve. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. I think he said something to the former fashion of, Steve, you, uh, man, you, yeah, you sound pretty good. You're, you're, you're good on the air. Like, you might, uh, you might really be able to do this off on your own someday. Yeah, he's like, like you're. Really, I think you have a future in this industry. I'm like, well, I, I, I so. did he, <laughs> didn't he say that? I, you know, yeah. you're, you're married with two kids. Like this is, you know, you've already planned on that. This is my career. <laughs> yeah, this is your career. So it, it was so weird. And so when he said that, I, I just because he said that last week as well, I think, or two weeks ago, or whenever it was. Yeah, uh, the last couple of times we uh, we got together and talked, he said something along the same lines. Like Steve, I like your voice. Like, oh God, you had a. You have a great voice, is the other thing he said a couple weeks ago. Yes, he heard me on a so, commercial, and he was like, yeah, oh, listen to that heard voice. You. Wow. <laughs> yeah, we've only been telling people that for, I don't know. I mean, I've been doing this with you for three years. I think we I've been saying it for about two years and 11 months. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> hello. Uh, so, anyway, during the meeting when BT says, Steve, and I said, oh, hey, you're pretty good. You, you, have, you really have a future in this. And I went, Steve, you're talking about Steve, Steve, Steve Bonner, like my the Steve of Connie and Fish, Steve? You're like, Steve who? <laughs> Steve, are you, wait, you're talking Do about the other Steve, Steve in the building? <laughs> like, who, what Steve are you talking about? And BT was thrown. He thought I was serious. I yeah, he was. Yeah, Which he was is like, funny, uh, because he can usually tell your jokes, and that one seemed blatantly obvious to me, but he was pretty thrown by that Right? One. Right? I know. He just, he, and then he was like, uh, and then he thought that maybe a fight was going to ensue or something. I don't know. But it was really funny, because, yeah, he got really uncomfortable which I love doing to people anyway. So uh, 
Apparently, Steve, uh, let your wife know this might be what you do for the rest of your life. So, <laughs> just in, yeah, right? Yeah, <laughs> uh, that it, probably your wife probably was just hoping this was a phase and you were going to get a big boy job down the road anyway with normal hours and uh, yeah. normal money. <laughs> but uh, that's you know, apparently that's not a, that's not it for you. So I, I just thought that was so hysterical yesterday. I I, I was laughing about it all day, all day. Like that, <laughs> my entire day consisted of that uh, telling Connie about that. And then this weird, dizzy equilibrium thing that I have going on. So, and you know, I just like, I think it's just exhaustion. That's what Alicia says. She's like, you've had a hell of, it's obviously for those of you that have uh, kind of picked up on what's going on here, uh, about three days after my wife fell and broke her collarbone. So you're running around the house, taking care of her. We had heard, Steve and I heard about Connie. So, and I've known mm -hmm. Connie over 25 years. So it's a little stressful. And, uh, I, I seem to have a weird, uh, equilibrium thing going on and alicia's like yeah because you're not sleeping I'm like right. wow shush what do you know you're not a doctor would you look on webmd good lord but speaking of doctors uh we've got to talk about what you were telling me off the air about baby charlotte so yes. what what happened well, tell me the story here about your badass baby because at around 7 30 this morning we are definitely gonna have uh when was your kid a bad a uh, and not like in the mean way, but like a tough, you were like, man, my kid's right? awesome. They're tough. <laughs> like they broke a leg and they just walked into the house and they were like, I think my leg's broken. Like one of those. So, and I actually have a story about when I was a bad A when I was younger. Oh, look at you. Yeah. I'm sure you're, yeah. you're still a bad A now, buddy. I know. Right. I know. I yeah. try. <laughs> I mean, yeah, even, even though I'm like off the air talking to you about like, dude, what's going on with my equilibrium? Like, you know, come here, like rub, rub my shoulders. So, Okay. <laughs> Uh, tell me about your bad A kid. Actually, you know what, Steve? Yeah. I do want you to tell me about your bad A kid. Okay. And you know, do you know when I want you to tell me? Uh, I'll go with starts with an N, ends with an X. Next. Yeah. Okay. So we were talking about Steve and how his daughter is a bad A or a bad F, if you will. Yes. So you've got to share this story because I couldn't believe when you told me this. I was like, that's pretty awesome. Like as yeah, a as shocked. a dude, yeah, you gotta be pretty proud. So go ahead. Yeah, so uh, Brett had to take Charlotte to the doctor the other day to get a shot, and uh, we had been telling her that we're gonna give her a shot, or that she has to go to the doctor for a shot. So she was like starting to understand what was going on, and whatnot. She has a little doctor's kit too, so she knows what shots are and everything. So she's she's actually had shots, but we don't need to get into oh, like yeah. the specifics of shots. But she's had shots before. So yeah, she knows but, what but, they but feel never, like. Yeah, but I mean, I, she hasn't had one for a long time. So she, last time she had one, she was pretty young, probably just under two. So it was like, she doesn't really remember it. And she probably doesn't really, didn't fully understand it at the time. And she cried, whatever. But so okay. the most recent time, uh, Britt rolls up and we she gets into the waiting room and, uh, or gets into the, the little room where she's going to get the shot and, and tells Charlotte that uh, she just needs to sit in the chair and that the nurse is going to come in a little bit and give her the shot. So. She goes and she sits down in the chair, and as soon as the nurse comes in, the nurse says to her, all right, sweetheart, I'm going to have to give you the shot in the thigh. And so Charlotte pulls down her uh, pants and exposes her thigh to her, and then the nurse just walks over and gives her the shot, and then Charlotte just looks at her, doesn't cry at all, just looks at her dead in the eyes and just goes, thank you, great job. Wow. <laughs> her pants straight back up. <laughs> Oh, I loved it. <laughs> she like, is baby girl. <laughs> awesome. 
Okay. So Steve's kid, like, from what I would imagine, I don't have kids, but from what I would imagine, usually it's a pain in the butt when they get a shot. Yeah, most you know kids I mean? cry. And they're she's crying. cried every single other time in the past, so we assumed it was going to be another cry. But no. Oh, okay. <laughs> so she usually does cry, but you guys have so, have... so have you been prepping her for this type of thing in the future, or did it just happen to be that day where Charlotte was like, Come on, giant needle. I'm cool. Let's go. I For whatever this. reason, as of late, she's done this to a lot of people. She always thanks people and tells them great job. Because, like, two weeks ago, we took her to uh, ear, nose, and throat doctor. Because, uh, what was it, two years ago, she had to get ear tubes because she was getting ear infections a lot. So just, we were just checkups there or whatever. So we All went right. to that. And um, I took her to that appointment. And after the woman got done looking in her ears, Charlotte told her, thank you. Great job. So she, just, she likes doctors and she just tells them, thank you. Great job when they're done, which my mom thought was hilarious, too. My mom's like, more people need to do that after you see the doctor. Thank them and then tell them they did a great job. I'm like, you know I think what? that's really weird do. for an adult to say. <laughs> no. Thank you. Great job. Thank you. Maybe is fine, I guess. Or, oh, cool. <laughs> Thank That's you. You good, did a great job. <laughs> I don't know if I, I don't think you need to say, like, if you'll, uh, you did a great job with that needle. I, I don't know. I know <laughs> we have a lot of healthcare no, awesome. professionals that listen to our show. Maybe you could text in right now and we could do a quick Connie and Fishbowl. Do you want to hear somebody say, an adult or a child? The child, I think they'd love to hear that from because that's just cute, right? Right. <laughs> but do you want to hear, quick Connie and Fishbowl here. Do you want to hear an adult? look at you after you i don't know do any form of uh medical stuff on them and have them say you did a good job and do they have to say it in that way or do you want them to say it normal steve i'll let you kind of tweak the poll a little bit oh it's it's you gotta say it weird you did a great job you did a great job you did a, you did a good job or you did a great job that's one of steve's things Mm-hmm. You did a good job, which is clearly where his daughter got it from. <laughs> so Steve's daughter goes to get a shot the other day. She, uh, you know, exposes her leg to the uh, the doc. Was it a nurse or doctor? It was a nurse. Does it matter? Nurse? Okay. So she exposes her leg to the nurse, and she says, all right, bring it on, more or less, with her eyes. They give her the shot, and she goes, oh, thank you. You did a good job. <laughs> Do you guys want to hear that? Do you want to hear that from an adult? Somebody texted in and said, yeah, it's always great, but... I know we have yeah. a little bit of a, a delay. Would that be weird for you? Because I think members of the Click of Six, if they find we find out here that the healthcare professionals that listen to the show want to hear that from now on, every time that happens, whether you're at the uh, lady doctor or uh, you're getting something checked, uh, maybe you broke your arm or clavicle and fallen off a horse like my wife or whatever, just a shot. You have to look at them, nurse or doctor, and say, you did a good job. <laughs> I, I'm very curious to see what members of the Click of Six are going to do with this. Okay. You can text in. You can message via the app. You know all the ways. You know, we were doing a, a quick Connie and Fish poll. Quick Connie and Fish poll means it's quick. Connie and Fish poll, right? <laughs> uh, about Steve's kid. So Steve's kid, uh, baby Charlotte. Uh, Charlotte, I guess I got to call her now because of Izzy. So Charlotte uh, went to the doctor. She's almost three years old in December. She uh, is going to get a shot. She drops drawers, looks at the nurse. Says, bring it girl she didn't say that really but uh she's ready to go nurse hits her with the needle nurse pulls out the needle and charlotte says thank you you did a good job and we asked you the members of the click of six how do you feel about that would you like that if you're in the medical profession overwhelmingly steve a couple said it would be weird if adults looked at them and said 
you did a good job. Everybody agreed <laughs> to be cute with kids. Uh, I like uh, uh, Heather, uh, specifically one of the members of the Click of Six, was like, yeah, I'd love to hear that I did a good job from an adult. Right. But no one said it was really weird. A couple uh, dudes texted in and were like, it's kind of odd that can't imagine looking at a female nurse and going, you did a good job <laughs> and feeling semi-normal. So to answer your uh, question, my friend, it looks like uh, you may have started a trend. All right. Charlotte starts yet another trend. So <laughs> way to go, Charlotte. Well done, <laughs> way Charlotte. To get it. Well done. Well done. Well done. All right. The text question of the day, we're going to talk about that in a second. And before the text question of the day, I'm going to remind you about how you could get up to $10,000 just for listening to Mix. It's all next. Hey, Steve, we were talking about saying you did a good job yeah. to nurses or doctors when you get a shot based off of what your uh, baby Charlotte did yesterday. Right. And uh, we, we had wrapped it up, but a couple people messaged in as well. I wanted to add this. Uh, we got one is uh, I'm a urology nurse. I put a lot of catheters in and out and I give injections and I appreciate you did a good job or that didn't even hurt when that yeah. happens. Especially with yeah. the catheter. Uh, I got a catheter once and I was like, hey, what's your number? She didn't think that was funny. <laughs> no, it's a little different. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> another, one's, uh, another one we got, uh, too funny, I'm going to say it today. We get our flu shots at work later on today, and I'm going to say, you did a good job when I get my flu shot. So that was really funny. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I, all right. Best time to fire that. it out, man. A good, you did a good job right when you're getting your flu shot. Okay. Right? Let's talk about today's text question of the day because I'm fascinated by some of your answers. The text question of the day for your Thursday, October 1, welcome to October, is what did you think was easy until you actually tried it? A lot of times it's easy to look at things. I remember, and I can actually, I'll actually start with, uh, this isn't even gonna be my answer, but it did just pop into my head, Steve. Okay. Radio, radio. So when I met Connie over 25 years ago, I was a wedding DJ. I was training, being trained to be a wedding DJ. Connie was one of the ones that trained me. And then I started doing house parties and frat parties up at Central Michigan University where we both met at college. Right. I, and I, I developed my own little business with one of my frat brothers. Uh, he would throw me the CDs. I'd give him half the money. We'd have a good time. It was a great, it was fun, whatever. And was, so when I started to go on the air and Connie got me an internship in Omaha, Nebraska with her, and I was going to go on the air. I'm like, this can be easy. It was so hard. It was so yeah. weird and so difficult. It completely threw me. It was funny. So that's not even my answer. But you now I think maybe I, should, I was going to say stand up yeah. when I did yeah. stand up. But I think that's even a better answer, wasn't it? Radio. So yeah, I like it. What did you think like was it. easy until you tried it? So for me, it's radio. Stand up comedy, same thing, too, by the way. I thought it'd be easy and it wasn't as easy as you think. But Steve, text question of the day, what did you think was easy until you tried it? And don't say adulting, because no. that's already been given to us. Okay. No, I was going to say parenting, too, but then I saw a bunch of people put that as well. But So I'm yep. going to go with uh, the thing I actually used for the graphic on um, the text question of the day little meme that I posted last night was, was skateboarding. So my answer is actually going to be skateboarding, wakeboarding, and snowboarding. I thought all of those were going to be re relatively easy to where I'd just kind of pick them up and be able to do them. Uh, so yeah. still haven't been able to stand up on a wakeboard for longer than like five seconds. Uh, every time I've gone snowboarding, my knees and my butt and my elbows are brutally injured the next day and I can barely like walk. 
and uh, skateboarding, I almost broke my leg, and I have I had skinned up patches all over my arms and legs. And so I've tried to do those multiple times, still never been able to do them successfully. Skateboarding is the closest I can get. I can go for a little bit, but I can't it's a balance thing, fun. brother. I, it I, is I a get balance it. thing. <laughs> it's not easy, Steve. It, it, it's not. I mean, I remember the first time I did a, a triple uh, flipple dipple on a right. wakeboard. It was okay. really tough. I can't <laughs> oh, wakeboard, wakeboard too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was on a wakeboard. I was in the air. Like it was, it was. So what we did was I put a mini wakeboard on my hands, and then I did a handstand, and I was using the mini wakeboard. Yeah, I did that for like <laughs> wow, six hours. Wow, it was really—I'm not exaggerating or anything. It was really—I was really gifted. In an hour and fifteen minutes, I'm going to drop a word on you. You're going to log onto your app, Mix ninety five seven Grand Rapids in your app store, and you're going to plug that word in under the section that you click on for that. It's called the Workday Payday, and you could win up to ten thousand dollars. It starts at eight o'clock this morning. The words are always easy. It was like yesterday's one of them was bubbles, or something like that. So. Just log. Was that right? Bubbles. No, that was on Tuesday, but yeah. <laughs> of course, I love that's that the I, one you remember. Yeah. <laughs> Bubbles. Because you had because to make the inappropriate joke about it, too. Yeah, that, that was yeah. when we were talking to Connie, right? And she yep. told me to shut up, I believe. <laughs> Speaking of Connie, uh, Connie was on on Tuesday. Good point, Steve. I, that's how I should have remembered it. Uh, Connie yeah. was on, uh, on Tuesday, and she let us know where she's been. Connie's going to be off for a little bit. Not, like, she's going to be coming on intermittently. Not this week, but... Uh, Connie's got cancer in her kidney and her uh, kidneys and her liver. So she'll, uh, she's kind of figuring out a plan. She and Dan are figuring out a plan for that. If you want to hear that, Steve, uh, Connie actually gave us the uh, A-OK, and uh, Steve posted that up on our Facebook page and on the website yesterday. Mm -hmm. So you can log on and you can uh, listen to her talk about that if you want to. But more or less, that's the outcome of the entire segment of what she's talking about. But she's doing uh, as well as one could be. And she wanted to thank you all, and not in advance, actually, thank you all currently for all your wonderful messages. As far as all the work email stuff, well, she's gotten quite a few emails, Steve, sent to email at conningfish.com. I actually told her not to check the work email because she's got enough to worry about right now. So uh, I, I'm, you know, I forwarded some of them on, but uh, I've been returning those which has thrown a couple of people. Hey, wait a minute. I didn't think you had access to this. Like, right. it's got my name on it, too. Uh, Steve has access as well. He's our producer. Yeah, we know. all have access like, to these things. Normally, yeah. we just have our roles, though. Exactly. The, the texting and the app, and I do the phone, and Connie does the emails. That's normally Exactly. And now, uh, with Steve on the phone and uh, Fish on the email, the app, and the texting, I'll be getting all your answers for the text question of the day, which is, what did you think was easy until you tried it? What was your answer again, Steve? Mine was all things boarding, skateboarding, snowboarding, and wakeboarding. Mine was actually this uh, until the first time I tried it. I thought it was going to be super easy to do radio with Connie. And it wasn't as easy as I thought it was going to be. That's hard. Yeah, it's a little bit difficult. There is a small art to it, right? Just mm -hmm. a small one, though. What did you think was easy until you tried it? We'll do the text question of the day here in just a little I bit. I learned something today. Every time I learn something new, it pushes some old stuff out of my brain. I'm learning. What did you learn? What did you learn? Ah. Uh, so many. Uh, one of the things that I learned today, Steve, is going to really, it's right up your alley. So uh, I'm excited to share that song clip with you here in just a second. But All right. Let's talk about the year 1890. Okay. The year was 1890. Congress got together and declared Yosemite to be a national park. What in tarnation? 130 years ago today. 
If you had a time machine, here's what you need to do, though. Go back in time 112 years. The year would be 1908. Mm-hmm. Henry Ford introduced the Model T on this nice. date in 1908. Sticker price, can you guess? I'll go $150. Wow. That's a... a wow. What? Terrible guess. Uh, that was... It was eight. I'm just kidding. $825. You were... Oh, wow. In the hundreds, though. You were right. Huh. $825 for a Model T. If you go back and bring that of uh, uh, Freshie from 112 years ago back to today's day, you know how much money that would be worth? Oof. My grandfather had one for a while, and he sold it. Or no, he traded it for a boat and then sold the boat. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> 49 <laughs> years ago today, the year was 1971. Walt Disney World opened in Orlando, Florida. Uh, it's amazing. The underground tunnels there are its incredible. I worked there for a little bit, and I, it's really, really wild. In 2002, Good Charlotte released their second album, The Young and the Hopeless. That was uh, 18 years ago today. Oh, Good Charlotte. And uh, there are currently, I don't know if you knew this or not, 35 active national emergencies in the United States. I can see that. With one going all the way back to 1979. Most that one. I don't know, and I was afraid you were going to ask that. <laughs> I don't Aww. know. I just saw it. I get my little nugs of stuff that I can learn, and it didn't tell me what it was. I was actually kind of bummed about that as well. Currently, there are 35 active national emergencies in the United States, with one going all the way back to 1979. The only reason I said it again is because I have this weird feeling Steve was looking it up, but maybe I'm wrong. He's got a lot going on, too, this week. It is so. the ordering of the freezing of Iranian assets as part of the U.S. response during the Iran hostage crisis. Holy cow. Going back from then. Wow. Mm-hmm. That was a long time ago. Uh, only one NFL player, only, uh, over, I'm sorry, only one NFL player weighed over 300 pounds in 1970. By 2010... There were over 500 players at NFL training camps who weighed over 300 pounds. Oh, NFL. I thought you were saying NHL at first. I was like, no, NFL. player that weighs yes. over 300 pounds. Yes. There was a <laughs> Detroit Red Wing player that weighed over 300 pounds. It's Wayne Gretzky. He's having Maybe a, that'd be a good goalie, I guess. I don't know. Hard to get yeah. by him. <laughs> I just now, I love that I said, well, I should have said Pat LaFontaine probably, but uh, okay. Let's talk about the thing I think is going to really get you pumped up right now. It's uh, I'm not incredibly pumped up but when i talk about bob marley okay i just because of your lifestyle Mm -hmm. i would imagine that you are a fan of the bob marley i am my wife even more so uh your wife is more so i i'm a huge fan of bob marley as Mm -hmm. well i had the greatest hits and all that stuff and bob marley gave a songwriting credit on no woman no cry to a man named vincent ford who ran a soup kitchen in jamaica Nice. It was his way of making sure it would be funded forever, the soup kitchen. Again, the oh, song. That's awesome. No Woman, No Cry. No Woman, No Cry. No Woman, No Cry. Dude owned a soup kitchen. His name was Vincent Ford, and Bob Marley was like, Hey, man, you get the song credit, man. And uh, it was his way to make sure it would always be funded. I think that uh, awesome. shows ridiculous, ridiculous class, don't you? Yeah, and some good foresight, too. Yeah, right? Like he knew yeah. it was going to be a hit or something? Uh-huh. Oh, my God, I love it. Okay, so that was uh, Bob Marley uh, years and years and years ago. Here's another one for you. Uh, there's a gross one coming up at the end. 
Uh, actually, you know what? I'll save the stomach one for the end. I'll do this right now. By the age of 70, your body mm-hmm. has shed how oh. many pounds of skin? <laughs> Take a guess. Uh, I'll guess. By the age know, 100 of 70. Pounds. 100 pounds. Dude, without counting here, you're getting pretty good. All right. You're usually really bad at guessing. I am. <laughs> you're getting really pretty good on this. <laughs> Unless you know the answer. Now, when you're I'm I saying don't. guessing, if you know the answer, you've got it usually. But with guessing, you're really off typically. But by the age of 70, your body has shed, you said 100 pounds? Yeah, that's my guess. 105 pounds of skin. Ugh. I know. Right? It made me feel queasy <laughs> in my disgusting. my wheezy today. It made me gave me a little tingle in my Pringle. It wasn't cool. And yeah, finally, <laughs> do you know you, you know we were just talking about how you know a lot of stuff. Uh, we were, do you know what the term is for the rumbling of your stomach? Uh, a tummy growl? Uh, a, a endonemia- the technical term. I don't know. Wait, what'd you I, just I, call it? I don't know. Endonemogenomis. Okay, well, the must is right. I was just threw me for a second. I'm like, no way. No way did he know. Then I was like, no, you're cheating. Okay. Uh, with the must threw me because that's in there. The technical term for the rumbling in your stomach. So this is good to remember, and I want to say this a couple times. So members of the Click of Six can go. If someone says to them, hey, oh, sorry, did you hear my tummy rumble? You could, And you can look at them and go, oh, man, that was a, a Borborygmus. A boar bug rigmus? A boar bug rig. Okay, so it's pronounced boar, boo. How do you say B U H? Buh. Buh, yeah. Boar bug rig mus. Borba rigmus. Borba rigmus. Borba rigmus. Borba rigmus. Borba rigmus. Borba rigmus. The technical term for the rumbling in your stomach is borba rigmus. Can you use it in a sentence? Yes. I've eaten Steve's food before. It was disgusting. So I'm super hungry. Can you hear my tummy, Borborygmus? Well, we all know that's a false statement because my food You're a good amazing. cook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're yes, a good cook, actually. True. It's yeah. your wife that's a, a good baker, but a yes. bad cook. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, if you eat my wife's meal, then you don't finish the meal, and then you're hungry, and you have a Borborygmus. Yeah, but your wife can, uh, your wife's got a really muffins, though. Yeah. Her muffins are really good. You she brag about her baking ability. Yeah, she made cornbread muffins. Does she really? Mm, yeah. Oh, that sounds good. wonderful. I would have yeah. no borborygmus if I was around your wife. Borborygmus. No tummy no. growls. Mm-mm. See? You want to try it in a sentence? Are you good? Uh, borborygmus. Um, I oh. borborygmus did the other day. Wow. I sound like you and you sound like <laughs> me because I was awesome and you were weird. <laughs> Text question of the day. What did you think was easy until you tried it? What did you think was easy until you tried it? A couple things are going to happen this hour. Text question of the day is at 8.30. But uh, we're going to do a rando text, though, that Steve and I were uh, having a, a really fun conversation about. <laughs> it's the ultimate violation of bro code. It's the, the, this rando text that we're going to do about the fiance, Steve. The ultimate violation mm-hmm. of bro code. We're going to do that right before 8 o'clock. And... Uh, also, we have to talk about your bad A kid. Like, what did your kid ever do? Like, and we'll probably do this in about 20 minutes. What did your kid ever do that you're like, wow, my kid's a bad A. Like, bad A, you know, my, I, I hate yeah. saying bad A. What else can I say other than bad A? Like, it's because I'm bad, trying to say bad mama jamma. No, no, um, that's weird too. My kid's awesome. No, mm, sounds weird. Mm, but it, it's but Steve's kid really apparently 
can accept the needle like no other. Uh, that sounds weird, but she was getting a shot and was like, uh -huh. all right, cool. And then looked at the nurse and was like, thank you. Uh -huh. You did a good job. So, <laughs> yeah, it. just got to say badass. So when was your kid a badass? You could text in and message via the app. We'll do that in 20 minutes first. Let's peep what's totes trending. Totes trending. With Connie and Fish. Connie and Fish. Ah, this is going to be an odd totes trending. Okay. So as far as totes trendings go, there are easy ones and there are hard ones. And sometimes a brother in pain or a sister. What did we decide, Steve, was the name for the male Karen? Is it Terry? Uh, I can't, Pat? No. Man, I look Crap in a can. Hold on. I can't remember. Uh, male Karen. Here, you, you look that up while I set this up. KNN. This is KNN. I need to speak to your manager. The Karen News Network. So welcome to KNN. It's our sub-network within the Connie and Fish Radio Network, which is KNN, the Karen News Network. The male name for Karen, Steve says? Ken. Ken? Really? Ken. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's like Barbie Ken. That's dumb. But okay. So there's a new video making the rounds of a guy at a subway who's refusing to wear a mask. He's going to scream a bunch of nonsense about freedom. Claims that they're breaking the law. He is today's Ken for KNN. I guess the Ken News Network would work, yeah. Yeah, he just lost his cookies. This boosh was uh, said they're breaking the law. I have freedom. I have rights. One of the employees is saying, hey, look, this is private property. This is, by the way, this is a fact. This is private property. We do have the right to kick you out. We're right. legally allowed to kick you out mm -hmm. for not wearing the mask. You have to wear a mask. You don't want to wear a mask. We're fine with that. Just leave. And he's like, I have freedoms, I have rights. And he stood up on the, the, and he's just losing his cookies. It was really embarrassing. It's another brother in pain, just making guys look stupid. So that is uh, obviously the one that we wanted to kick off Totes Trending with today for KNN, which normally, I guess it's the Ken News Network, but typically it's... This is KNN. I am calling the police. The Karen News Network. So guys are starting to represent and catch up with the ladies as far as uh, stupidity is going on right okay uh, i got a cool uh, story about poo poo point in just a sec but first uh there's a 36 year old guy i'm not gonna call him a can i'm just gonna call him a creeper he's from louisiana okay he got arrested steve okay did you remember the movie et i do ET, extraterrestrial yeah mm -hmm. steven spielberg connie told us last week or a week before that it was supposed to be a horror movie and steven spielberg made it a family movie right they're a scary movie right do you remember what E.T. did, where E.T. stayed? Drew Barrymore was in the movie. Uh, a young child, Drew Barrymore. Do you remember where E.T. stayed when he came to Earth? Uh, you mean like, didn't he hide in the kid's closet? Elliot's closet, yes. Yeah. Very good. So a 36-year-old guy tried to pull an E.T. He's in oh, Louisiana. Boy. He got arrested after he was caught living, living in a 15-year-old girl's closet in Florida. Yeah. For over a month. Wow. So he is 36. She is 15. They met online and she helped hide him from her parents. Kids oh can be doing things under our noses and in 
your house that could shock you. He and the young lady came up with the idea that he could just stay in her room if he hid in the closet whenever the parents came in. They kept the bedroom door closed and locked, and whenever somebody came to the door, it gave him an opportunity to quickly run and hide in the closet and open up the door as if maybe she was changing or something. Yeah, this dude was living in her closet. Yeah. Uh, 36 years old. I mean, I don't know more about the story. Like, what did he, did the 15-year-old think they were dating? Was she just helping him out as far as the ew, gross part of that? Okay, so there's two ew, gross parts. One is if this 15-year-old girl thought she was dating the guy. That's just ew, gross. And then the second part is that a 36-year-old man thought it would be wise and or smart to hide from everybody by living in a 15-year-old girl's closet. That's just yeah. ew, right? First off, if you're going to, I mean, I guess if you want to hide uh, from um, anybody and, uh, you know, live in an adult's closet, uh, he looks like a guy, he looks like a really bad, creepy Halloween costume. Uh, he really does. He looks like a guy that was caught living in a 15-year-old's closet. It's It, yeah. it fits. If you look at his mugshot, it's just it's just weird on 35 different... I don't want to dig too deep into this because I know you right. have a daughter and you're afraid I'm going to ask you. I have a feeling you're afraid I'm going to ask you about a 15-year-old daughter and a 36-year-old man living in... I'm assuming... You're not a gun guy, I don't think, but I'm assuming you'd get your, a baseball bat and be chasing this guy around your house. Yeah, this... Uh, yeah, that wouldn't fly. It wouldn't go over very well if I found that out. Yeah. Like, I'm surprised they didn't find out sooner. Like a whole month. That's that's pretty crazy to me. And like you'd see it, and I'm I'm assuming also you would sit down with your daughter and explain to her why it's a bad idea to let a 36 yes. year old man live in her closet. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Okay, yeah, so that all fits would. pretty well. Okay, that's kind of where I thought you'd. I didn't think you'd say, "Well, we don't know the whole story." So yeah, that was out in uh, Florida. 36 year old dude, 15 year old. So I want to talk about poo poo point a little bit before we uh, get into a very heated conversation about stressful life events okay not too heated but fun right (laughs) but fun anyway uh you gotta appreciate this level of commitment a dude biked uh have you ever heard of poo poo point in washington state i have not heard of poo poo point okay so not dc washington but washington state right in washington state there is a place called poo poo point okay okay so he's gonna get on his bike and he wants to raise money for charity and he's going to bike for 36 days. But if you're leaving Poo Poo Point, Steve, where do you yes. want to go? Where do you go? If you're going to go somewhere in Ohio, where would you go? Uh, oh, you're going to Cleveland. Nope. Oh. Yeah, you're going to Pee Pee Creek, Ohio. Okay. So this dude biked from Washington State Poo Poo Point to Pee Pee Creek in Ohio. Here's the end of his bike ride. I'm really crying right now. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's Phoebe Creek. Oh, my God. Oh, what am I doing here? Oh, I feel I feel good, though. Oh, I feel good. Yeah, Let's you do. go. You got it, buddy. He started at Poo Poo Point, Washington, <laughs> and he biked all the way to Pee Pee Creek, Ohio. I've never he heard of He didn't stop in Cleveland? No, I don't think he stopped. Why would you because want him Cleveland, to stop in Cleveland? Because it's the butthole of America or of the world. I mean, you got to. Are you going to poo poo to pee pee? 
You got to stop. Oh, uh, that's butthole. true. You must be making reference to the former uh, the mayor of Cleveland talking about uh -huh. Cleveland, the, the butthole of the world sometime. Right. Yeah, yeah. Actually, you would think that I was teeing you up on that. But no, my friend, he actually uh, was going to even better than the butthole of the world, which is Cleveland. He was going to PP <laughs> Creek, Creek, Ohio. Okay. okay. <laughs> wow. I, I, I think I honest to God would love to start a road trip. 36 days of biking to raise money for charity, too. So at least he's doing something fun with his time. He's probably right. one of the, you know, I don't know, maybe lost his job because of uh, the pandemic or whatever. I don't know his life story. But uh, I, he definitely had 36 days to do that and raise money for charity. I, I would put him on Good Morning America instantly just for that story. Right. How do you, like, if you're his friend, you got to be like, dude, that's amazing. Ooh, speaking of Good Morning America, Ginger Z was doing uh, the weather yesterday from her house. Okay. And she got interrupted. Super cute. Also want to share with you the red flag warnings. Hi, Miles. This hasn't happened in a long time. Apologies. No school today. Um, from Oregon there all the way to Southern California. Yeah, that's uh, Ginger Z from uh, Good Morning America. Her kid popping up on the uh, the old little uh, Zoom thing. That's happened to a lot of people lately. A lot of people. Okay, in just a second, I want to talk about the most stressful life events that you have. Now, I don't want to talk about them since the pandemic. I'm talking about... Right out of the giddy up. Remember what the what is it? Moving, marriage, and death. They always say are the three. Oh yeah, the top three, the most the top three most life. stressful. Yeah, they came out with a list. I want to see if you agree with this. I'm assuming uh, number four on the list. Steve's going to want to move to number one. Obviously, Ooh. that's probably going to have to do with babies. We're going to do it next with Connie and Fish. Uh, Connie, I don't know if you missed it a couple days ago. Connie was on the show. She should be back intermittently at least, hopefully, uh, next week. Connie has cancer in her kidneys and liver and she is figuring out a, a plan for that if you missed that I, I guess you can listen to it on her facebook but it, it it's just about that simple the conversation mm -hmm. it was good conversation with connie a very uh she was very open and honest like she always is so there we go text question of the day what did you think was easy until you tried it what did you think was easy till you tried it steve is anything involving a board skateboarding yes. snowboarding wakeboarding mine was radio just what we're doing now uh, when I started with Connie over 25 years ago, I was a like a DJ, like club DJ party DJ type guy, right? And I thought it'd be super simple to go from one to the other. Was not as easy as I thought. Uh, I, I met Connie at Central Michigan University where we went to school. And then uh, she had moved down to Omaha, Nebraska. And then I moved down there to be her intern for promotions and on air. And she ended up teaching me radio. So that was a, I definitely thought it was going to be easy. And then she's like, eh, you're going to be surprised. And the first time I cracked a mic on my own. Oof. <laughs> uh, so anyway, what did you think was easy until you tried it? Uh, you could text in. You could message via the app. And also, speaking of texting in, we want to get you to text in and message via the app. On When was your kid just a badass? Like Steve's kid just accepted a needle, was getting a shot the other day, and was like, bring it. And thanked Here the nurse. Up. You did a good job. So that was pretty awesome. If you ask me, I thought that, that sounds pretty darn cool. I'd be pretty proud of my kid like you were. I was too. I want to talk about stress right now. Okay. As far as stress goes for you, that's really happy music. I don't want to use that for stress. Okay. So, <laughs> talk about stress. All right. Hey. Down. Hey, everybody. That's right. It's time to talk about stress. Now, uh, let's talk about stress a little bit. For you, you've heard about moving, marriage, death. They call it the uh -huh. three big stresses. Right. Okay. So if I were to tell you, Steve, mm -hmm. that those aren't the top three in the list that I have of 10 in front of me, would that surprise you? That would. It'd shock right. and amaze me. Right, I know. This is like day blown, mind blown, week made. 
Okay. So a new survey asked 1,000 Americans to name the most stressful moments in life. Moving did take the top spot, just so you okay. know. Okay. Because yeah, moving is right. very stressful. I've moved. Alicia hates how much I've made her move. Because I like to buy homes and flip them. Yes, and, I get, and I get bored in my fort, right? And mm-hmm. it drives her crazy. So moving does take the top spot, but I'm going to start on 10 in just a sec. First, I want to know for you, Steve, what is it? Stressful thing. Ah, stressful. I, one of my top stress things is what's for dinner. Food. Yeah. What's Cooking for dinner? dinner. Trying to figure out what's for dinner every single dinner. night. Because I cook uh, every single Not on the last. Not on the list. You're very sensitive according to the list so far. Okay, what else you got? <laughs> um, <laughs> now you see where i'm work, going with this stressful right work right work seems like a logical one that would be on this list right uh-huh it's gonna be yeah. on there a little bit but not as much as not as you not the way you said it so you're well, okay so you're still okay. kind of a, a wuss but that's cool what else you got um let's go with parenting 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 on the list. bingo uh that's gonna be on there for sure so here's what we have uh the the big stressors Top 10. Okay. Now, if you're going through any of these, this list will come in handy for you because you can be like, see, it was on the list. A thousand people were polled. So number 10 was getting a new pet, which is a big, a big conversation in our household, specifically since Alicia broke her clavicle a week and a half ago or almost two weeks ago. It's been a big conversation because I've been stalling doing the dog stall for years. Years. Right. Barrett the dog will have had him eight years in January. He'll be eight in November, right? And uh, we got him from the Humane Society. And she wants Dobermans. She keeps talking about it, too. It would be so cool to breed Dobermans. It would be so cool to... And she keeps saying it. But I want a Frenchie. I want right. a little dog. Oh, yeah, you do. You, want a you know what little dogs do? What do they do? Little poop. You know, big, sto- big dogs like uh, our pit. I love Barrett the dog. He's my best bud, man. But our pit, right. Barrett, he's a pit box mix. Big poop. Big pain. Big mm-hmm. I need a female dog too, because you know what male dogs do, Steve? They spray. They they ruin your yard with their urine. Females yes. don't, most mm-hmm. cases. So number ten on the big stresses is getting a new pet. Uh, number nine, dating somebody new. Why is okay, that I stressful? See, that. see eh. I couldn't. That threw me a little bit. I think it's partially but, just because I don't know. It, if you're if you're dating somebody new, it's always like you gotta try your best to impress them because i don't know like like i think you've always said this before too like the beginning part of the relationship is kind of like a lie because you're just trying to go above and beyond in every way shape and form to make it seem like you're dating this perfect person that was not me actually i do the opposite i i probably said that but i do the opposite i try i sandbag (laughs) it yeah (laughs) and then everything you do from the beginning it seems like you're incredible no i'm i'm always weirdly honest at the beginning of every relationship Okay. Like, all right, here's who I am. You know, I mean, it is a little bit of a, you know, I mean, you are auditioning a little bit. I mean, I don't share too much. I did used to share too much. And then Connie and my mom yelled at me and I said, quit telling them that stuff. They don't need to know that. <laughs> anyway, uh, number uh, eight on the list of big stressors, starting college yourself. Like when you go off to college. And oh, number yeah, seven is that. sending your kid to college. Oh, my God. My neighbor, my neighbor's Norman Renee, specifically Norm. Oh, when his son Andrew goes to college, it's gonna he's gonna be terrible. Oh God! Wait, he's the gonna kid's be so gonna be bad. terrible? No, Norm. Oh, oh. Be... <laughs> oh God! Fish! Oh God! Oh my boy! My boy's in college. He left. 
He hasn't called me in 24 hours. Because he has a great relationship with his son, but oh, I could just see it. It'll be Renee's gonna have to hold them together. I'm already uh, excited for my kids to go to college. You are? <laughs> Is that bad? Yeah. No, because <laughs> it's not bad, but it's not surprising. You're gonna like them a lot more though when once they're older. And yeah. They don't have to change their diapers. <laughs> I mean, I like them just fine now. They're just getting on my nerves. Sure you do. <laughs> uh, number six on big stresses: uh, changing careers, without a doubt. Without a doubt, yes. that's a huge stress. Steve was talking about work. That's number five, starting your first job. That's okay. a big stress. Yeah. Number four was the big one Steve said, was having kids. Kids. Yeah. Big stresses. Mm -hmm. Okay, so they always talk about moving marriage and death, right? Yeah. Are your top three. The top yeah. three on this list, though, number three, getting married, huge stress. It's just a pain. You know, what are we going to do yeah. this? We're going to do that, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you know, should we get this kind of cake? I, I like the cake sample part. That's fun. But like, ah, dude, then you couldn't invite some people. You did. It's just a pain in the ass. Number two, going through a breakup or divorce. Okay, yeah. I Those guess. are terrible. Yeah. Alicia and divorce I broke up at one like, point. Divorce seems bad, but I, I don't know. Breakups seem fine. Whatever. Statistically <laughs> speaking, yeah, breakups, you think that, wait a minute. Did you say breakups seems fine? Because you were like a... Uh, Normal yeah, neighbor the... with Brittany. Oh God, she broke yeah, up. Yeah, that was the only bad one. Deliver a pizza, even though she didn't order one. I just, I got a job at Papa John's, so I just keep spending my paycheck on pizzas for my ex. See, I knew, right? I knew we were getting back together and gonna get married, so it didn't really bother you me did that much. Not. I, I Ew. kept telling that to my whole family, and my brother oh, kept God. telling me to get over it <laughs> and that I needed to move on. Yep. I was like, nope, mm -mm, nope, mm -mm. and then I proved. Her I'd wrong. have told you to get over it. I would have told you to get over it. <laughs> I remember when Alicia and I broke up, and she moved out. She was living in my house. The worst part is staying in the home that you two organized. Moving to the new home is easier, right? Because right. you don't have the mem the memories. And I remember my father-in-law telling me, my now father-in-law, who her dad and I, her dad and I became friends because, you know, a uh, lot alike, close in age. Mm -hmm. So uh, anyway, we became really good friends. And uh, I called him and he's like, or he called me. He's like, Fish, how you doing? I'm, like, I'm doing all right, Kirk. It's, it's kind of sucks. I, and uh, so he's like, hey, we were supposed to meet up for a beer anyway. And I know you guys broke up, but if you want to meet up for a beer, I'd love it. I was like, yeah, I'd love to. And I met him up. For, I met up with him for a beer uh -huh. or two, and we were uh, chatting. And my buddy uh, lived near where we were drinking, so I ended up crashing at my buddy's house. Uh -huh. And he's like, "Fish, you need to hook up with somebody else. It's going to help you get over this." That was advice <laughs> from her dad. Is he the coolest cat ever? Yes, he is. Yeah, I, love it. <laughs> I was like, "Why do you do you know anybody?" And he's like, "I'm not helping you out that much, bro." That's that. That's on you. I'm not going to help you find the person. <laughs> I'm just telling you. You know, sometimes the best way to get over someone is under another. So, yeah, whatever. Number one on the list was moving, which, again, we mentioned earlier. Yeah. Obviously a big stressor. But love advice from Fish. By the way, Connie was the one that told me that years ago. The best way to get over a hangover sometimes is to have another drink. You know oh, what I'm yep. saying, Steve? Mm -hmm. I know what you're If saying. you had done oh, that, yeah. you might not be married right now. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I, yeah. No. You would Bad still be married because you're yeah. whipped. Yeah. Again, great advice from your future father-in-law. Go hook up with somebody other than my daughter. Best guy ever. Love this man. Today is National Hair Day. Hair. Hair. He's big, he's hairy, but he's sometimes smelling. Every 
everybody, just please watch the hair. Watch the I had to play it because it had grease at the in the back end of it. It's National Hair Day today. So if you want to uh, start to post something up on your social media, a lot of people today are going to post a before and uh, during pandemic photos of their oh, unique hair, yeah. Mr. Steve. So before and during. Now, Steve's hair is always unique. He gets about three haircuts every two years. Is that about right? Uh, not that infrequently. Probably, I get like two or three haircuts a year, and they're all done by my wife. Yes. What about your daughter? How's she doing on haircuts? Because she's got pretty long she's hair. She's had one her entire life. One? One. She's two and a half. She's going to be, no, she's right. more than that. She's going to be like three years old in December. She had one yep. haircut? Don't you have mm-hmm. to trim her uh, ends and dead ends and all that crap? Split ends? No, all we did, and this was good advice from, uh, I forget who, a member of the Click of Six, uh, because I was complaining about how much her hair was being tangled up uh, when, when we brushed it and after she took a bath and whatnot. And they said that uh, the, like, really fine, wispy baby hair, at the which would be at her tips, was the reason why. So we cut that off, and then we haven't cut huh. it since. Seems weird. I mean, it's only down to like, uh, I'd say a little bit past her shoulders now, like maybe her shoulder blade. She's got slow growing hair. I've heard of that. It's a thing. Hey, uh, speaking of Charlotte, Steve's kid, she the other day, no joke, she's getting a shot. The nurse comes to her. She drops trial, points to where the needle's going to go. Nurse gives her a shot, looks at the nurse and says, thank you. You did a good job. So we want to know. We're going to talk about this next. When was your kid just a bad A where you were like, that's my boy or that's my girl? It's next with Connie and Fish. Okay, here's the deal. Connie is not here. She should be here uh, hopefully next week a little bit at least. Intermittently possible is uh, most likely what's going to be happening for a little bit. If you missed it, it was a couple days ago right around now when she let everybody know, uh, the members of the Click of Six, you being the Click of Six people that listen to the show, uh, management, by the way, concerned that you're going to become a Click of Two. So whatever, whatever, get over it. Anyway, uh, Connie has got cancer. So she has cancer in her kidneys and her liver, and she is figuring everything out and coming up with a plan with her medical team. Makes her sound like kind of awesome, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. With her medical team, uh, and uh, she'll keep us up to date on everything. And she'll be back here a little bit more here and there, but this week is a week of rest, right? Uh, It's the best way to, you know, sleep, they say. And resting is the best way to let your body kind of heal it. One of the best ways to let your body heal itself. Okay, so we were talking, speaking about health, uh, we were talking about Steve's daughter. She was getting a shot the other day and how uh, Charlotte, she's going to be three in December. At three years old, the needle's coming towards her. Mommy and dad had kind of prepped her up a little bit. She says, come on, come on, nurse, bring it. Bring, looks her daddy, you bring it. Is that about right, Steve? <laughs> I don't think she said that part, but yeah, she gave her the eyes that said, bring it. And then what happened? And then after she pulled, or she gave it a shot and pulled the needle out, uh, Charlotte looked her dead in the eyes and didn't cry a single tear and said, thank you. You did a great job. Yeah, it's so weird. <laughs> uh, actually, members of the Click of Six decided earlier in the show, everybody, if you want to do this, even as an adult, if you're going to get a shot or an appointment or maybe, a, I don't know, it might be a little weird with a lady doctor. I don't know. But uh, just look at them when they're done and say, thank you. You did a good job. Mm-hmm. But definitely, we want to talk about when your kid, when you thought your kid was a bad A. Because you were pretty, you weren't just proud of her, but you were like, that was awesome. Right? Heck yeah. Uh-huh. So Brittany called me on the way home. And I was like, yeah. And 
I yeah. called my mom, and then we all shared the good news. My you called your mom? The best. Mm-hmm. Oh, I my God. the story. Yeah. So here's some stories that we got from you, the members of the Click of Six. Uh, one is when my uh, oldest son was nine, he didn't like his oldest sister's date. So the guy comes over. My son told him not to make any sudden moves around me. And my daughter's date says, why? My son at nine years old, my son at nine years old, looks him dead square in the eyes and says, because I just got out of prison, man. <laughs> and the, so now, now the older kid taking my daughter on a date says, why? And the son says, murder. It was for murder. Even uh, the kid, the kid never saw my daughter again. LOL. So <laughs> the kid actually was like, "Yeah, I'm done with this family. That's a little scary. That's a little scary." Uh, <laughs> another sister with a brain said, uh, "When my daughter jumps her horse bareback with no hands, nice. She's fearless and very wow. badass. Think about that, Steve. My wife can barely ride one." without it going into a bucking rampage and chucking her over right. the head of it. <laughs> and this lady's daughter is just going no-handed on it. Wow. Okay. And then one of my favorite ones here is, uh, I, I would have to say, when my son was a freshman in high school on the JV football team. So all the sophomores were uh, starting. Uh, we were uh, playing a, a really tough game. No one could go down the field with the football. We were losing by a large more margin. Finally, they bring in my son every time he ran the ball he got at least a first down unfortunately this was the last five minutes of the game so my uh but my son never sat the bench again because he's a bad a nice somebody else said uh i thought my kid was a bad a when they finally quit pooping in the shower that's kind of weird I don't. I don't understand why. Why you would think that? It's, I mean, it's, I think <laughs> I they kind of went the wrong. Day. Is that a weird? Yeah. Oh, uh, really? Are you? St- oh, yeah. You're still having the tubby poos. Yeah. Yeah. yeah never mind. <laughs> Text question of the day. We'll do at eight thirty. What did you think was easy until you tried it? What's something that you thought was just super easy until you tried it? It's the text question of the day. Rando Texto, Message O via Apo, free download O in the Apo Storo. Okay, uh, this one straight up is. I'm really curious about you, the Click of Six, the uh, Click of Six people actually here with us today. I'm really curious about your take on this. To the degree where you can call in, you can text, message via the app, or send an email. Email at connieandfish.com. So here's what's happened it's from a sister with a brain. My fiance's best friend is telling me not to marry him. Is how she started it out. Like right away when I saw that. My fiance's best friend is telling me not to marry him. And here's where it gets interesting. Two weeks ago, we got engaged and I was pumped. It was, I was excited. Uh, Until Friday, this last Friday. A group of us got together at a party. His best friend and I were in the kitchen drinking. Point here. They were drinking. Mm-hmm. When he said, quote, well, I'm just going to actually, it doesn't say quote, but I'm going to make it like him, okay? So they're in the kitchen drinking, and he says, you shouldn't marry him. He's not marriage material. He's intoxicated, and he said, you should not marry him because he's not marriage material. So obviously, all weekend long, she's thinking about it. 
She says, now I'm really scared, guys. I, I'm wondering whether I'm making the right move. Now, here's why she's scared. They say people tell the truth when they're drinking. Mm-hmm. So I believe his best friend is telling me the truth. So should I proceed with the wedding or not? Or does he have an ulterior motive for saying it? Meaning he wants to get with her. He's intoxicated and he's thinking this is his chance because they were in the kitchen drinking. So Steve, fiance's best friend says don't marry him. She's been engaged a couple of weeks. He says you shouldn't marry him. He's not marriage material. He is, I'm going to assume hammered or very, very intoxicated. She's now freaking out. She's overthinking it. She doesn't know if she's making the right move. Again, she says, they always say people tell the truth when they're drinking. So I do believe that he's telling the truth. Should I proceed with the wedding or not? Does he have an ulterior motive? And I want to throw something else onto this one, okay? Okay. Should she tell her fiance? Because that could ruin a friendship instantly. I'd be like, dude, what? What do you? Why'd you say that to her? Right. Why, why would you tell her that? And why do you think that? I mean, if it's your best friend. The other thing you might want to know is why do you think I'm not marriage material? Did I make a mistake? I mean, but but why is he saying it to the girl instead of his buddy? Or maybe he's already said it or maybe he's afraid to say it. I don't know. Text in message via the app. Call, you know the drill. Steve, what do you think? See, I think this one that he does, he either has an ulterior motive or he's just being stupid. And I don't think it should affect the marriage, but or the, uh, yeah, their engagement and everything. Um, the thing is, is she should know. She should know if this has any merit to it. And so I think that the fact that she's even pondering it, that there has been a sign in the past that he might not be marriage material. And that's why it's kind of sticking to her. So I think that she knows that this could be like deep flag. down. Yeah. Like deep down, and that's the reason like... why she's even asking for advice in the first place. So normally like, mm. I would say, yeah. So normally I would say it doesn't, it shouldn't affect anything. It's a friend being drunk, possibly being funny or possibly even trying to want to hook up with you. But the fact that you're going out of your way to ask advice on it, I think you kind of know deep down this isn't, this might not be the right guy. That's my thought on it. Okay. So you're thinking like her psych or subconscious or maybe, you know, whatever is saying he's right. What are you doing? Yeah. You know, but it could just be jitters too on her subconscious point. I mean, you would hope that when you get to the point, like I'm, I'm way over analytical. Any of you that are members of the Click of Six probably already know that about me. But when when Alicia, I knew when I was going to ask her to marry me, because I had never asked any. It was a big deal for me to ask someone to marry me. I know for some people it is, for some it isn't. Mm. But for me, it really was. And I wasn't going to do it till I was sure. There were three or four other girls before Alicia that I thought I was going to marry. You know, I got engaged when I was 40. So there were people before Alicia that I thought I was going to marry. So I thought a lot about it. And I knew she was going to say yes. I knew it was the right move. And I also knew that we would have to have a fast engagement because I knew that she would overthink things. (laughs) So, like, we got married within two months of our engagement. Right. And people thought she was pregnant, and she clearly wasn't. We don't have any kids, right? So in this situation, somebody texted in already, said, this is just a stupid drunken comment from a friend. Can sway you that much. Uh, if it can sway you that much, then you're considering not going through with the wedding. 
then you're not ready for a marriage in general anyway. Okay. So a sister with a brain messages in. She's out having a few beverages, drinking in the kid, you know, a bunch of party, and the, the fiance's best friend and her are drinking in the kitchen. And he said, you shouldn't be marrying this guy. He's not marriage material. He's just not. She wants to know, is he trying to hook up with me? Is he telling me the truth? Or was he just being dumb and drunk? Somebody else say he may not want his friend to get married because he'll lose his buddy. That does happen. If you think that doesn't happen and you have those stories where your life didn't change, you're rare. Right. You're like a, like a, uh, 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 what is that? Uh, in the oyster, in the oyster, the pearl. You're like a, a pearl, pearl in an oyster. <laughs> I, I was you like, know? you're like an oyster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like one of them, there pearls in an oyster dog. I mean, that's just fact. Somebody else said, a uh, friend is making the kind of comment. It's not his best friend. Your best friend will uh, not make those kind of comments to your future wife. That's from Justin, a brother in pain. Yeah, dude, but if he's drunk and he makes that thing, I mean, he could still be best friends. Maybe he thinks in his drunk brain, you're not the right person for his friend. So he's trying to get, you know, maybe he's thinking that. Could be. I don't know. Somebody else said she should not marry him. She should listen to the best friend and listen to your heart. She didn't say that. She said, listen to yourself. Uh, I had the same thing happen to me. I married him anyway. And after 10 years, I was divorced. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Somebody else agrees with Steve. Said you should know your merit. Okay. Somebody else said, uh, same thing happened to me. I married him anyway. 28 years and two kids. He cheated on me the whole time. I would definitely make sure that you have a long engagement. I would definitely make sure you have a long okay. engagement. All right, so this rando texto that we've got right now, a sister with a brain is like, hey, uh, I was out in the kitchen uh, having beverages with my fiance's best friend. We were at a big house party. It was last weekend. He says he's not marriage material. I, I, I think it's interesting, like, I would actually, I think the right thing in this scenario, Steve, is for you, if it's your fiance's best friend, I'm assuming that you have some kind of friendship with him as well. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I would call the best friend and I would say, Hey, do you remember what you said to me in the kitchen last Friday night? Okay. Like what, why'd you say that? And, uh, I would also say, you need to tell your best friend that you said that my, let's say the fiance's name is Bob. And I would be like, you need to tell Bob that you said that because I'm going to, cause I'm a little mm-hmm. concerned now. Somebody else said, like uh, like Connie always says, again, by the way, if you didn't know why, if you're wondering where Connie is, Connie uh, let us know a couple days ago. She currently is uh, dealing with, I, I don't know how to say it always the right way, but she has cancer in her kidneys and her liver. And she uh, will be back hopefully sometime next week, uh, intermittently here and there. But somebody said, like Connie always says, go with your gut. I was told the yeah. same thing about my ex-husband. Wow. And I didn't listen, but I knew something was wrong. And eventually we ended up getting a divorce. Go with your gut. She knows he's not right. She, he's not the right guy. She should not marry him. A lot of people are saying don't marry him. See, that's what I'm thinking. If, if she's, if this is pulling up a red flag for her, then there's something else. And that deep down, she knows something ain't quite right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I agree. I, I, I do agree with you on that. I hate to agree with it. I want to say it's just a, a dude. You're like, damn, I have to agree with you. I, I, I really do hate to agree with you on that. But I, I honestly, I want to say it's just some dude being dumb when he's intoxicated. But somebody else said, uh, yeah, a lot of people are saying go with your gut on this bad boy. Okay, this rando texto, we're going to get to more information or more on it in just a little bit. 
but a sister with a brain sends it in. She's drinking on a Friday night in the kitchen at a house party. The best friend's, uh, the fiance's best friend says, he's not marriage material. What are you doing? You shouldn't be marrying this guy. I, is it possible, click of six, is it possible that he is trying to hook up with her? Because I find it interesting that she is thinking that. She does mention that in the email. Does he have an ulterior motive? Well, what else would be the ulterior motive than to hook up with her? Right. <laughs> or, I guess, thinking that she's not good enough for your guy. Yeah. You know? I mean, that's, it's like, let's say, I th- let's say I didn't think Brittany was good enough for you, and we were having bad... I, I'm, maybe I might try it that way, but I actually am a dude enough to say to Steve, you really think you're making the right choice here? Like, she's not good <laughs> enough for you. Now, yeah. obviously, this is a hypothetical because your wife is good for many people, let alone you. So no. that's kind of a fact. Oh my gosh, you nailed that one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, You're welcome. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, good one. There we go. When you text me that, I said, Oh, You mad? Rando text message via Apo. Free download in the Apo store. Oh. Okay, so we've been having this conversation about a sister with a brain that uh, sent in this rando text where straight up she was drinking at a house party. She's in the kitchen. She's engaged two weeks, but she's been engaged. She's in the kitchen having a little conversation with her fiance's best friend. And he says, don't do it. He's not marriage material. Huge mistake. That was him hiccuping because I think he was intoxicated. (laughs) She said that he was drinking. She wants to know ulterior motive. She wants to know, should she listen to him? She wants to know what you think she should do. So, click of six, it's kind of fascinating to see everything that's been coming in. Uh, some people are saying the guy is trying to hook up with her. Okay. Uh, oh, as some people, I'm sorry, or one guy said, or one member of the click of six said, I can't tell your gender because of a text, right? Not that it matters. But a member of the click of six said, maybe the best friend uh, is telling her that because he's hooking up the, his best friend that's newly engaged is hooking up with other ladies. So he's just mm. not marriage material, and he doesn't want to out his best friend on hooking up with the other ladies, if you will. Uh, somebody else said uh, something I thought, oh, somebody said, uh, you know what they say, only three things tell the truth. One is drunk people. I wonder <laughs> what the other two are. I know. <laughs> uh, I heard the other two now. <laughs> yeah. If uh, it made her question her fiance deep down, she probably knows it's true. What if the best friend uh, has been more than a best friend? And her fiance is in the closet. Oh, and he's in then oh. they're in love. Could be. Very simple, Wally said. If you have any doubt, confront it now. It's better than paying for it in the long run. A divorce is not easy. A divorce is very costly. If you think you're gonna end up, this is me talking now, not Wally. If you think you're gonna end up getting divorced, why wouldn't you just have this conversation with your fiance? He's probably gonna tell his friend to take a flying leap right uh if there is a a tiny gut feeling telling you something's not right somebody said i say break it off now even though he might make you happy right now imagine if things go south in a few years after you've invested all the time and uh your money and family and there's hurt there's gonna be a lot of regret what if you have a kid would you rather be hurt and sad later after all that time and not have to go through any of that because you didn't have a conversation Hmm. yeah yeah right Alternative motive. I know the fiance is cheating, uh, but doesn't. Oh, knows the fiance is cheating, but doesn't want to ruin the bro code, so he warns her because he's drunk without giving her too much. 
another good. I think point, that still kind of breaks the bro code, though. <laughs> if, oh, he, if that's what he the thing is. <laughs> shattered bro code. Uh, I like this one from a sister with a brain. So you want to call off a wedding because of the best friend who got drunk at a party and told you not to marry him? Did you ask any questions? I guess the first thing out of my mouth would be, why did you say that? And go from there. Right. Maybe call him and talk to him. Call the best friend and talk to him. If he gives you some lame crap, you know he's uh, killing bro code and making a move on you. If my hub's friend said that to me, I would have been asking why, where, when, and who. And then right. I would have known if it was a bad friend or not. So she really didn't try. She didn't ask the right questions. I'm trying to find the one. There's so many responses on this rando text though there's one that said uh, my dad there it is my dad always says a drunk man this is good we're gonna wrap it up with this i think steve okay. my dad always says a drunk man words are a sober man's thoughts a drunk man's huh. words are okay. a sober man's like thoughts saying. it's possible his friend's been wanting to warn you but didn't have the courage to do it sober or maybe he does have feelings for you. He wants to get some of that sum sum. Doesn't want to make it known that he, doesn't want to make it known that he does. So he thinks it'll be easier to have you leave with the information that he provided. Either way, you have to make the choice. Start really watching for the warning signs you were told about. Sometimes because we love someone, we don't see the true selves, see see their true selves as soon as others do. I mean, right. it is a good point. I do think it's weird that the best friend said that. Uh, one more here. Maybe he knows something he can't tell. Like that he's a dog out on the prowl. Grr. Grr. Step back <laughs> from the forest because you can end up in the witch's cottage. <laughs> what the heck? What are some of you guys on today? I love it. I love it. All right. Thanks, guys. Click a six. We appreciate it. We've got totes trending coming up in a sec. And the text question of the day, what did you think was easy until you tried it? Text in message via the app, Connie and Fish. Let's peep what's totes trending. Totes trending. With Connie and Fish. Connie and Fish. Good news for people. All right. If you are a sports fan, specifically baseball, you are going to be very happy right now. So uh, Major League Baseball is in the middle of uh, its fascinating new tournament-style playoffs. Mm -hmm. Obviously, it would be more exciting if there were actual fans in the stands. And apparently, it's going to be happening. They announced that a limited number, of fan, limited number of fans will be allowed into the National League Championship Series later this month, as well as the World Series. About right. 11,500 tickets will be sold for each game. That's about 28% capacity, Steve. Fans are going to have to wear masks, except when they're uh, eating or drinking at their seats. Like that, did you see the video of that guy that flew on a flight and he spent four hours eating in one can of Pringles? No. So he could have his mask off? It's really uh. funny. It, it's creative. <laughs> it's the, uh, anyway, uh, the seats are going to be grouped in pods at the Major League Baseball World Series and the National uh, League Championships. They're going to be grouped in pods of four, which will be socially distanced from one another. All the unused seats will be tied back, including the first six rows within 20 feet of the field. In fact, fans actually aren't going to be allowed to the lowest level at all, which is reserved for baseball personnel, including players and managers. Hmm. So there you go. If you want to, uh, speaking of baseball playoffs, by the way, the Minnesota Twins are out after losing yet again. It's their 18th straight postseason loss 
which extends their own record that they set. So they, that's kind of good sad. for them. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Uh, the stretch is uh, unlikely. The the stretch is so unlikely that someone had bet half a million dollars that they'd win Game One on Tuesday. They did not. Yeah, that's. I wish I had that type of money where I could have fun with that. I mean, people were even betting All on right. the debates the other day. Good lord. Uh, okay, let's move on to this. Uh, I got a couple weird fun things for you. Before we get to it, I got to talk about this dumb guy. Uh, a Florida man in a road rage incident pulled out his gun. Okay, A, you need to be careful. Click a six, and I know you probably know this. You don't need me to tell you what to do. But you need to be careful when you're driving and you're snapping at people or yelling at people. Specifically in the past few years more than ever. Specifically now more than ever. This guy in Florida, he's in a road rage incident. He pulls out his gun, and then he fired shots through his own windshield. This is a clip, apparently, but it doesn't even sound real, but it is. You don't know the mindset of the other driver that you may accidentally get involved with some type of situation. A lot of people carry weapons in their cars. This could have really escalated to somebody getting shot, somebody getting killed. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. really, really, you got to be really careful. I know it sounds like a cap gun at the beginning. It's not. It's just that guns sometimes don't sound like they do in the movie, in the right. movies, right? TikTok, a uh, guy on TikTok's been racking up the hits. Videos of himself watching clips of Home Depot paint being mixed, Steve. <laughs> and then he's going to try mean... to guess what the final <laughs> color will be when they peel off the paint lid. Now, I want to tell you, some of his other TikTok videos have profanities i did find one that is clean and i and i have to be honest he's very compelling okay when you listen to it so here he is talking about paint being mixed at home depot oh god i can't stop doing these this is crippling my life okay here we go brown white blue and yellow okay that's green so green with a bit of brown there's a lot of blue so a deeper green oh a deeper green with a brown it's got to be a shade of forest green. It's Isn't this kind of fun to listen to? He's really, I, I find him unique. Okay. It's got to be forest green. It's just how dark of a forest green. And, and I've searched for ages and I've found, I reckon this one. Oh God, please. I just need to get one right. I've gotten so many just so badly wrong. I just need this win. Please. Uh, give him the win. Yeah. Isn't he kind of fun? He's very, very unique, but uh, definitely right? fun. Okay, I want to talk. I want to have a conversation about uh, the exercise ball. People that sit on an exercise ball, I got some bad news for you oh, no. if you have it at your chair. But first, here's a little girl that wants to know where uh, mom's uh, bra is. Well, I have booby holders, mommy. My booby holders. Mommy, your booby holders. <laughs> oh, do you need a booby holder too? Yeah. yeah, you do? No, you don't, kid. <laughs> okay, so looking for mommy's booby holders. Okay, so let's talk about the exercise ball real quick. So you know a lot of people many years ago, including a couple of our coworkers, Steve, behind their desk have a ball that they sit on yes. instead of their chair. They now make, like, little chair extensions for the balls, so, you you know, you even have the back, if you will. I mean, oh, wow. there's a wide variety of them. You've seen this. You may actually remember this from the show The Office. You should get one of these. No, thank you. It is a fitness orb, and it has completely changed my life. This ab workout is specifically designed to strengthen your core. <sighs> Strengthens your back. <sighs> Better performance in sports. Okay, you know what? Uh, how much is that? Uh, it's only 25 bucks. Wow. 
Um, okay. I think they just sound creepy, but uh, I've never really done the, the ball thing. I did think about doing it for a while, but in our situation, the boards or the, the consoles where the knobs are for radio, they're high. Yeah. So, I mean, you'd yeah. have to have a big six-foot ball. ball. That'd be a big ball, baby. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, we just we just don't really do that. I don't. Have you ever done that at home? Uh, well, we had it wasn't a <laughs> we had a birthing ball, which is essentially the same thing as a yoga ball, and that's oh, like okay. something that uh, pregnant ladies will use towards the end of their pregnancy. Maybe even take it to the hospital with them. You just kind of sit on it and like kind of bounce up and down on it. It's supposed to induce labor. Well, so, a new study from the that. CDC found that sitting in an exercise ball instead of a chair at work isn't actually doing anything for your health. In fact, <laughs> in fact, it's worse for you than a normal chair. It's bad for you. So here's what happened. The study found that when you sit on the ball all day, it uh -huh. doesn't really do much for your core strength or your posture. Okay. But it could lead to... Could was in all caps too. Could lead to lower back pain. I could see that. I mean, now right now, somebody that's sitting on a ball at work is like, "Yeah, fish, whatever." Now this is the CDC. This isn't like Star Magazine, right? Uh, or the Inquirer. So the CDC went on to say, because now you're saying, "Well, but I'm I'm burning calories while I'm sitting on this." You are actually burning extra calories. If you think you are doing it, the researchers did find that you are burning extra calories. Steve, you're burning an extra four calories an hour on the ball rather than on a chair. Wow. That's 32 four? calories if you sit there all day and destroy your lower back. It's basically like burning off a quarter of a single Oreo. <laughs> so it's not even a whole Oreo. It's not half the Oreo where you pull wah, it off wah, and then you wah. lick the frosting or make a double Oreo sandwich, which is one of my favorite things to do. Researchers say exercise balls are good, obviously, for exercise. That's why they're called exercise balls. But as chairs, it's a gimmick. You fell for it. The, it's not one that you need to buy into. Fact. <laughs> Fact. I like so it. if you know somebody that's been doing that, and this is why sometimes when the, all these fads come out or this diet or that diet, you know, Connie and I, uh, over 25 years of doing that, this, this type of gig, we've been uh, offered or tried many, many different diets. And a lot of times I always wait until they're established because right. you never know what's going to happen. The next thing you know, you're walking through the mall and, you know, you have a back end blowout because you took some weird pill. Mm -hmm. So the ball thing, I was always really nervous about. I was always really nervous about. And no, I never had a back-end blowout in the mall. I was about to say, but, on the ball. Yeah, yeah maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not it can on the induce ball. labor, so who knows about back-end Yeah, I didn't have a back-end blowout on the ball or in the mall or down the hall uh, during the fall. So let's make it into a Dr. Seuss ride. The text there question of the day is next. I know where you were going. The text question of the day, we asked you earlier... What did you think was going to be easy until you tried it? So we got a bunch of great responses. We posted all on our social media the night before. Mm -hmm. I'm probably going to start there today because there were so many of them. But what did you think was easy until you tried it? So making my mother-in-law's butter cookies was the first one. Not for me, but this was a member of the Click of Six. They said, <laughs> hers melt in your mouth and mine are like hockey pucks. I just, I can't, I can't bake everything else. I can bake everything else perfect, but those damn cookies drive me nuts. I understand that. My mother-in-law makes right. some good cookies. She does. She may, I love her cookies. That sounds inappropriate, 
but I'm actually talking <laughs> about real cookies. Steve, you were saying snowboarding, wakeboarding, skateboarding looks yes. easy. And then all of a sudden, you know, because you're, are you relatively athletic? Because you don't really uh, work I, I out. I I know. Okay. I, mean, I mean, I used to like play sports and stuff and, and I've tried all those things. But yeah, like I said, every single time I injure myself trying any of those three. Yeah. Okay. I get it. I get it. Totally. Mm -hmm. uh, what do you think was easy until you tried it? Somebody said using Clorox wipes to wipe down every single item I bought at a grocery store for the past six and a half months. Yeah, Groceries we for did a that family. for a little bit. And that was Groceries rough. for a family of six and a mother-in-law. So that's yeah. nine people. Six yeah. kids, one mother-in-law. I'm assuming hopefully two parents. It's nine people. That's a lot. That's a lot of groceries. Hundreds yeah. of dollars in groceries. Uh-huh. Good Lord. So wait, you don't do the Clorox wipe thing anymore? No. I, I mean, I've read it's harder uh, that... Uh, it doesn't the virus doesn't live on surfaces as uh it's harder to contract it off of surfaces so we just kind of gave it up plus it was like it added an extra hour to every shopping trip when we got home and it was like oh i'm sure and especially with uh we'd have to make sure that charlotte could be entertained because otherwise she would be all over the place like ah, da, 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 all up in your groceries to, yeah, well, yeah yeah and, and we have to keep her away so she doesn't touch them so we're just like well, you know what we'll take our chances we've read now that it isn't as bad as, as they said in the beginning so Ah, uh, what do you think was easy until you tried it? The sport of swimming. Somebody said. Somebody else said a ninja course at the trampoline park. No, wow. <laughs> I remember the click of six is forty-five years old and said cartwheels. I could never learn how. Uh, me either. I I I, I can't cartwheel. No, I can't I cartwheel. Can't. Low center of gravity. I'm just too muscular up top. I don't know. Or I just am not athletic. It's one of the three. Uh, using a ripstick. I've been trying for seven fishing years laugh face laugh face isn't a ripstick like uh is that like a pogo stick i got no clue i'm assuming it's it's one of those little uh scooter sticks so it's like stick. just the two wheels and then oh it is it's one of those yeah. scooter sticks yeah yeah oh my nephew's really good at that he's really good something that you thought was easy until you tried it this is one of the most common answers today parenting uh have kids they say It'll be fun, they say. <laughs> no one ever warned about preteen teenage years. I would take a baby and a toddler, baby and toddler days anytime. Oh, but preteen oh. and teenage, terrible. There you go, buddy. There you go. <laughs> That's to look forward to. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, somebody else said every single workout at my uh, boot camp that I did, not boot camp military, but the like the fit body ones and things of that nature. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, swimming drunk, I thought would be easy until I tried it. I nearly drowned. They had to throw me a floaty. Yeah. Don't swim drunk. That's just crazy. Yeah. You're crazy. Uh, making good homemade mac and cheese. Somebody else said, uh, trying to be positive every day. Not as easy as you'd think. Having a newborn. I really thought I'd have more time and more sleep once the kid came out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, stick shift skiing, being a grown up. A couple other people said, or somebody else said, TikTok dances. Stupid shuffle drives me crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Text question of the day. Let's kick right into the top five-ish for you today. What is something that you thought would be easy, and then you gave it a shot, and it's not really what I thought. Right. Ah, uh, marriage. True that. <laughs> True that. I mean, you act pretty smurfy all the time. Marriage is not as easy as one would think. Would you agree to that, Steve? I mean, I guess it depends on what you think in the first place. I didn't think it was going to be super easy. I think it's just how I thought it was going to be. I mean, how long have you been married? 
four years last September. Okay. So you're four years last September. Well, I mean, four years as of two weeks ago. <laughs> okay. I'm like, <laughs> I, I okay, forgot today really was October me. 1st. <laughs> yeah. That really threw me. Okay. So you've been married for four years. Yes. So I really got to know you towards the end of your first year of marriage. In your first couple years of marriage, you're very smurfy, but you started to kind of loosen up a bit. I mean, she could have, I don't know, tinkled on your feet and you wouldn't have cared. <laughs> oh, it's no big deal. She, I love her so much. She must have thought my feet were cold. Right. You know, I mean, it's it was weird, but now you've lost. I mean, it's not as easy as you think. Oof. No, but I didn't so, think it was gonna be super easy. I, I think it's just how it's supposed to be, and we're still very much in love. Maybe give yeah. it five years. Who knows? Yeah, give it time. You'll fall out eventually. <laughs> uh, what'd you think was easy until you tried it? Somebody else said uh, waking up, uh, being an adult, OCR races. I don't know what that is. Uh, I thought it was easy. I thought it would be easy, and it's not. I've done the Spartan four times. Oh, yeah, and many other military races. They're definitely not easy. Oh, yeah. Uh, Paddleboarding. Yeah, no, that doesn't sound easy at all. Paddleboarding, having kids. Top five-ish. Ziplining in Alaska. When they say that you need to be 60, in 60 inches tall, they say nothing about arm length. If you have short arms, it makes it almost impossible to break and stop yourself. And they oh, don't wow. break for you. You have to do it for yourself. Without long arms, you can't. You can almost not reach the brake line. That would That's scare scary. the crap out of me. Right? Heads up, if you're gonna go zip lining, make sure you can reach the brake. Sweet Jesus. Uh, top three. I can't wait for number one. Steve's gonna love it. Text question of the day. What'd you think was easy until you tried it? My husband said he tried giving himself stitches. Ooh, yeah. Don't do that wasn't easy for him yeah don't don't give yourself stitches unless you're in the woods by yourself yeah and you don't have a way to get to a doctor to. Yeah. exactly uh for her though she wrote uh she wrote uh added on recreating my grandma's sugar cookie recipe she'd written it down but there's a certain way they came out that my cousins always remember i'm the only one who's been able to get it right but it took so many tries and tweaks to get there nice yeah somebody else said uh number two sister with a brain what do you think was easy until you tried it she said peeing standing up <laughs> it isn't easy it's not as easy for girls as you would think no it, it, at least and then she went on to say at least not as neat <laughs> definitely not as neat no. i'm assuming no oh, boy all right and for number one el numero uno I got to get something ready because I know what Steve's going to do. And he's probably been uh -oh. waiting for this one all day. Okay, Steve, what's the text question of the day? Go ahead. You say what it is. Oh, man. The text question of the day is what did you think was easy until you tried it? Oh, man. What is it? What is it? Guys, this answer this is from a brother in pain. This answer was easy. Steve's mom. Oh. Hey. <laughs> Again. Well, that, that, that's hey. good. I like it because that assumes hey. that uh, my mom rejected you. So you yeah, got rejected. you got rejected by Steve's mom. Mm -hmm. Boom. Canceled. You, Not going to happen. Like the, you're like the only one that was right? rejected by... Oh, wait. Were you asking me to wait, do that no, thing what? for you? Yeah, what? I was. I was just kind of... Oh, yeah. Rejected. Yeah, you're like the only one that, that Steve's mom said no to. You got canceled. canceled. Yeah. Not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, it's not going to happen. No. Not going to happen. You're the only <laughs> dude in the state that didn't get to hook up with Steve's Wait, mom. No. Take what? that. No, no, no. Sorry. Sorry. No, not that part. Yeah, that's reality. <laughs> no, Take no. That. a lot of people didn't. So 
Let's talk a little bit about something that you could give up for a month. Okay. You can weigh in all the ways. Email at ConnieandFish.com, text, message via the app, pick it up, pound it, call, whatever it is. So a survey asked people a why a various things that they could give up for a month or give up their phone. Okay. Oh, okay. So think about your phone. And Steve, mm-hmm. think about your phone specifically. Mm-hmm. What you use it for, right? Yeah. Work. The naughty stuff. Oh, I mean, yeah. Nope. Work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, okay. So, things that you give up for a month. Would you give up your pets for a mm-hmm. month? You have a dog and a cat versus your phone. Yeah. Knowing they're going to be, be a okay. Nice break. Yeah. That'd be a nice break. I'd like that. <laughs> really? So you yeah, because sometimes we'll even dump off uh, my dog Kobe on my parents for like a long weekend or a week or something. Like we visit them, we'll bring the dog and just leave it there, then go back the next week. So yeah, definitely get rid of the pets Your pet? for a week, fat or for a month. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so for you, you're gonna say yes to pet. I'm gonna write this down. Fish, mm-hmm. Steve, because this is a tough one for me. Giving up Barrett the dog versus my phone. So, I mean, we could still email and do work that way. And obviously, we see each other. Right. You talk to each other. We talk to each other every day mm-hmm. with the show. So, Barrett the dog, though, man, he's kind of my dude, right? Right. But I, I think I'm with you. I'm going to give him up. Yeah. Right. So, I'll say yes. Uh, social media versus your phone. So, you can't call your parents. You can't, you know, you don't have a phone. I'd give up social media. I got no problem with that. You're going to do that? Okay. social media lately. But oh yeah, with the ele- it's an election year and everything else going on. Well, yeah, I'm negative. Yeah, I pretty whatever. much only use social media for work, and so yeah. And thank you for saying <laughs> for work. <laughs> I know that's been a, a joke I've had with you in the past, where you're like, oh yeah, see you later, social yeah. media. I'm like Steve, like we need you to be on social media. <laughs> like yeah, that's it's part of the gig. Uh, okay, things you give up with instead of your phone, versus or versus your phone, coffee for one month, or your phone. <laughs> That one's really tough. I think I would have to give up my phone. Just coffee's too big a part of my life, especially now that I have Izzy and I get very little sleep. And I use I use coffee in the morning to wake up. I use coffee usually in the afternoon if I don't have time to take a nap. And then I usually use coffee again in the evening if I need to stay up late uh, looking after Izzy if she's fussy at night. So yeah, so sixty four percent of people polled said they would give up coffee over their phone. Huh. But you, uh, like, I'd give up coffee because I don't drink coffee. For yeah, me, it was a layup, for right? Uh, for you, then go-go juice, okay, I'm going to have a headache for three or four days, but maybe it'll help me in the long run. Netflix. Would you give up Netflix versus your phone for one month? Yeah, I'd give up Netflix. I mean, I like Netflix right. and everything, but I, I, I'd like other, I have other streaming services. Okay, so you're going to give up Netflix on that one, okay? So, you, I mean, you're giving up uh, everything but coffee. Yeah, coffee's very important. Uh, Another one, alcohol. Would you give up alcohol or your phone for a month? Now, Alcohol, easy peasy. (laughs) Okay, because you're not a big drinker uh, at all. I I, I would, too. I could afford to lose the weight. It'd be a tough month, though. I'm not going to lie. I like a drink at the end of the week, you know, and especially this time of year with the fire pits in in the Midwest at this time of year. It's perfect. I love it. This is my jam. Spring and fall are my favorite seasons. I know. You and Connie love winter, and I love a good pounding mm-hmm. of snow. Yeah. I like the next guy, but still, that'd be a, that'd be a tough one. Uh, and then, uh, oh, here's the fun one: 
Balloon animals is what we call the hibbity-jibbity, right? Balloon yeah. animals. So versus your phone, could you give up balloon animals versus your phone? I'd probably give up balloon animals. Really? <laughs> yeah. Really? I mean, I've had some practice at it, too, just because of uh, the whole, I don't know, when you, when you have a child, you can't balloon animal for a period of time afterwards. So Really? Yeah. Balloon animals you would give up over your phone. Mm-hmm. I think, personally, I'm like a balloon animal camel to where I can store it in my hump for a while. I actually, so I don't, I don't honest to God, <laughs> I actually love that. Is probably my favorite thing that you've ever said. I'm a balloon <laughs> animal camel. Uh-huh. I love that. I like how to go to the watering on. hole every yeah, once in a while. I like that. I like that. I like that. Glorious. <laughs> I love that. And I learned I to not. be that <laughs> you in say? college. I said, and I learned to be that in college, just mainly because girls weren't that interested in me until yeah. my later years. So I took it you when I didn't on... get it, and then I just thought about it afterwards. <laughs> yeah, oh, I get it. I get it. Balloon animal camel. Steve is love it. Funny, best thing you've ever said. That's, you write that down. That's the best thing you've ever said. I love that. Yes. I am not a balloon animal camel. I'm like a, like a horse. I need my water. <laughs> and you need you know it what I'm often. Saying? Yeah, they need it often. I would throw that phone versus, phone versus balloon animals. I would throw my phone at you quicker than you can imagine. <laughs> quicker than you got. Yep, you could take the phone for a month. That's the only one that's really on this whole list. You know, social media, coffee, Netflix, alcohol, your pet. That's the right. only one that I was like, no way. No. <laughs> no. A month? No. I mean, you might as well get married. Good Lord. <laughs> uh, finally, uh, you, you have to give up your phone or something else for one month. Your significant other. Oh, I'd give up my phone. So yeah, a month away from your wife or your phone, you're like the how I was with the balloon animals. You yeah. just boom. Boom. <laughs> yeah. yeah I love my wife Take the much. phone. Yep. <laughs> Take the phone. You can still love your wife and have a month off, Steve. Yeah. Nah, no. It doesn't no. mean you're not in love if you have a month off. Like it's if you much. answered that I instinctively, <laughs> if you saw that and you were like, ah significant other versus phone from a significant other i'd give her up for a month versus my phone i could always talk to her on the phone i maybe no i don't know how that necessarily works so <laughs> but that's fine one month without alicia versus my phone I, I mean i didn't even hesitate on that one but i i love my wife but i'm just yeah you know, a month i know you off. love your wife <laughs> but a month off i mean i don't know, understand why i mean you made it sound like i don't because of the way you answered well i love my wife i have to i of course i would give up my phone you made it really uncomfortable for me just then like that just well, wasn't even fun I'm i sorry. gave you credit on the camel thing and made you sound like a and now you make me feel like uh, i don't love my wife so i would definitely i think if we asked members of the click of six to text in right now and say your phone versus your spouse for a month which one would you choose? I think many people would say, I love my spouse, husband or wife or whatever they are, partner. I love them. I would give them up for a month. I don't think it's that big of a deal. I don't think I'm making much of an issue out of it at all whatsoever. I don't know why you need to judge me. I mean, I love my wife. I wouldn't give her up for a month. Oh, okay. It doesn't mean that you don't love your <laughs> wife if you wouldn't give her up for a month. That's, that's the point. 
Okay, uh, if you're wondering where uh, Connie is, I, I, you know, I, I, maybe you're not on our social media. Maybe you missed the announcement or the replay of said announcement on Monday. Connie actually was recently diagnosed with liver and kidney cancer, and she is uh, taking care of herself right now. And we'll start to have her back sporadically throughout. Obviously, uh, one of Connie's favorite things to do is the dance party, which we do on Fridays. It'll be going on this time tomorrow. And I also yes. know uh, one of the things that uh, Connie and I both love is really fast, upbeat, fun music, right? Yeah. Okay, so Connie and I are both fans of Demi Lovato, to uh, me more so than her. Uh, and I, when, uh, when I heard Demi Lovato had a new song out, because coincidentally, by the way, she just released a new song and announced that she's uh, getting a divorce. So, or breaking off her engagement Aww. or whatever she was doing with that dude, right? He found out via social media. She said she's done, but she released, coincidentally, a breakup song called I Still Have Me. I want to play a clip of it for you. I want you to know I love Demi Lovato. I love her voice. I love who she I'm not just saying this. I really mean this. I love who she is as a person. I love the things that she does, right? And she's smoking hot on top of it, which yes. is cool. Mm -hmm. So nice. I was excited to hear it. But my God, I am so sick of all these new songs that are being released that are slow. I don't have much, but at least I still have me. I still have me. And that's all I need. So take my faith, but at least I still believe. I still believe. And that's all I need. I don't have much, but at least I still Demi Lovato's, that's a clip of her new song, I Still Have Me. I'm sure you're, start to, you're going to start to hear it here on the regular. It's very likely. I wouldn't be surprised. Maybe there'll be a remix version. Personally, I would be more up for that. I love her voice, like I right. said. I set that buffer in there. But what do you think, Steve? Good? Uh, that's yeah, slow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with you in the, the recent slow music being a trend. I'm not a big fan of that. Yeah, like, can't you do a breakup song? Can you think of, Steve, anybody with a breakup song or, uh, you know, man, it's just not uh, Love Life Isn't Good type song that's fast. Do they mm. always have to be slow? No, they don't. Doesn't Taylor Swift have enough breakup songs that are fast? I think she has about a dozen of them. And someone uh, even more talented than Taylor Swift has a, a bunch of breakup songs oh, as no well. <laughs> Lady Gaga. Here's a good breakup song. Bad Romance. And it is October, which means a lot of cool things going on, right? Yes. For example, and not limited to Halloween, Steve and I were just having a conversation off the air about Halloween candy, and I don't know if we're going to do, we don't get a lot, of, <clears throat> we don't get a lot of uh, trick-or-treaters in our sub. No. You know what I mean? It depends on the night of the week. If it's a, uh, so the nights that it's been a weekend, we've had a lot, but the ones during the week, the Halloween's during the week, we barely get any. I think they do the trunk-or-treat instead. The trunk or treat? Yeah. Did you say? What's yeah. that? Oh, honey, honey. Trunk or treat okay. is like they have don't, it at like churches or like daycares or schools, and just all the parents roll up with their car, pop their trunk, and then they have a bunch of candy in the trunk, and the kids just go around from car to car. So oh. there's like a bunch of churches right by my house, and so every Halloween there's just like so many kids in cars and and uh doing the trunk or treat stuff on, on Halloween. If it's, oh, that's if it's awesome. during a, a week and not a weekend. 
I know a lot of people are pre-packaging candy to make it even more, to make it easier for you to not touch everything. Right. You know, for the COVID and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But uh, I, I actually found a couple things that you can look forward to this month in the month of October. The number one thing is Halloween. So yes. a new report found uh, spending is way up compared to last year. I heard like 26% oh, on wow. Halloween candy. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot of candy. It's a billion dollar uh, industry. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no joke. And it's yummy. Yeah. Uh, a lot of sports. The NFL season uh, continues. The NBA finals started last night. Spoiler. Lakers. LeBron and the Lakers won uh, the first game. Game one. Baseball mm -hmm. player playoffs are on. We talked about this earlier. They're going to start letting people into the games. 11,000, which is about 28% capacity. Yeah. Uh, game one of the World Series is October 20th, by the way. Uh, there haven't been a ton of new movies this year, but Borat. Borat's coming out with a long title, the new Borat sequel. Uh, that's yeah, going to be on Amazon it. Prime on October 23rd. That'll be cool. I like the original. Nice. I wasn't big on that. He's <laughs> very nice. nice. I like your wife. Uh, okay, National Taco Days this month, National Vodka Day this Sunday, Columbus Day, October 12th, Sweetest Day, October 17th, and uh, Slap Your Annoying Coworker Day is October 23rd. Ooh, are you going to slap me? Uh, possibly. Do it on uh, the Vice Presidential, yeah. The, do you say on the butt? Huh? No, I didn't say nothing. Okay, uh, vice president, vice presidential debate is next Wednesday, and of course, uh, two more uh, with Trump and Biden are going to be the fifteenth and the twenty second, and we'll leave it at that. I don't want to dig into that stuff. <laughs> I know, I know. A bunch of big TV shows are coming back. SNL's back this weekend. The Bachelorette is on October thirteenth. I might check that out. She seems pretty hot. Amazing Race, yeah. Amazing Race on the fourteenth. Shark Tank on the sixteenth. The Voice the nineteenth. Big Brother, I believe, wraps up on the 28th. Big okay. Brother's on right now. is really good. And season two of The Mandalorian hits <gasps> Disney Plus oh, yeah. on the 30th. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited about Are you, that. I love you're pumped about that? the first season. Yeah. That, yeah I think that's probably the best Star Wars thing to come out since, uh, oh, what was the Rogue? Oh, that was a great movie. movie. Rogue One. Rogue One. Yeah, yeah. It's the best Didn't thing to come I... out since Rogue One. Yeah, Didn't we you and I manscape and see mm -hmm. that together? Yeah. It's where two men escape their wives and there you go yes. manscaping and you go mm -hmm. do something. And, and then we saw that. Themselves. Yeah. Is that when we were at the bar having a conversation before? Was that the movie we saw? No, because that was soon. No, that was in December. We went in like the, uh, we went to this bar and we were sitting down and uh, you said, I think Brittany wants another kid. Was that, uh, that yeah, was, that, that was, was uh, that summer. was for one of the Avenger movies or it was a Marvel yeah. movie. I don't know which one it was though. <laughs> yeah yeah and you were like uh I, I think britney wants to have another kid and i was like good lord you're, you guys are just getting sleep and then like two months later you were like so we're having another kid uh-huh yeah we're like yeah we were like we're trying to decide between a kid and a house and then we ended up with the kid <laughs> yeah i mean i didn't know if you wanted to get that specific but it was my, it's one of my favorite conversations she wanted a kid he wanted a house. I mean, you wanted another kid, but you wanted to get the house first. I mean, you obviously, you, yeah, whatever. yeah, we'll, we'll get a house eventually. But we, yeah, we, we got another yeah. sweet kid now. <laughs> she wanted a kid. You wanted a house. She was doing something to make it so she would win the argument, and she won Women that always argument. Win that argument. Hamburger. They got the uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. Connie, by the way, in case you didn't know, recent uh, was recently diagnosed with kidney and liver cancer. So uh, she let everybody know. 
uh, let you guys know a couple days ago. She should be back, hopefully, if everything goes well. Uh, should be back intermittently at least starting next week. We begged her to, she wanted to come back Monday of this week. And we were like, no, come on. We begged her to please just rest up a little bit, yeah. relax a little bit. And I'm actually kind of glad she's not here for this because uh, I have a story before we get out of here today. Oh, boy. About these guys. They're going to go swimming, right? Yeah. Do you know what a basking shark is? Uh, uh, one that basks in the sun. A land no. shark. Basking shark is something that eats plankton, and they really don't bother humans. I have swam okay. with basking sharks before. It was uh, Elise and I did it on our honeymoon, and Aww. it still, you know, almost scared poo out of my body, right? Because <laughs> uh, they're still sharks, right? So this guy and his buddy, they're jumping around in the ocean because they have that. They live in that area, and they have that type of. Uh, Lifestyle, and they decide they're going to go swimming with the Baskin shark. Again, basking shark, not mm -hmm. Carol Baskin. They <laughs> eat plankton. Don't bother other humans. Here's what happened. We're in reverse. Oh. That was a bad idea. Get on the boat. Ryder. Or touched it. Oh, Holy Get on the boat. Oh. Dude, that's, a, oh. that's not a basking shark, dude. Writer. Yeah, it's a great white. What? A great white. Yeah. Wine. Once he jumped in, dummies, he, dude, then they sound like they were having a little bit of fun, right? Or maybe that's just their voice. Yeah, a little bit of drinking, maybe. <laughs> dude, I don't think that's a Baskin shark. No, it was a great white. They. Th it looks more like a great white. It could have still been one, but. Right. He obviously jumped in and got the heck out. So I thought I'd wrap up the day with don't. Go swimming with sharks unless professionals are around and telling you what they are. Right. If you want to know That's if a it's a baskin shark, you check underneath the belly, give it a little tickle. And then what if happens? If it's a great white, it'll bite you. Yeah. Oh. That's how Seems they like do a it. Horrible no. test. Yeah. Just tickle the belly. <laughs> yeah. Just, if you see a shark, just tickle its belly. If it eats you, then it's not a shark you should have tickled its yeah, belly. Yeah, dude, it's like an engine, man. You sometimes you just gotta check under the hood. You know? There we hey, go. Just check. Check under the hood, see what it feels like or looks like, and you'll be good to go. You're welcome. Advice from fish. Winning advice from fish. That is my <laughs> gift to you to wrap up the day. Don't swim with gray whites, dummy. Gray, All right. Tomorrow, dance party. Throughout the day, you're chancing up to $10,000 with the beautiful and relatively flexible Christine. Have a good day at oh. work. You told me that. All right, all You're right. the one that said that she was Drive like that. Down. Yeah. Yeah. I got that out of your car. Bye, Go to work. Now it's the Connie and Mitch show. All up in your face radio. Check out the dynamic duo. Goodbye. What kind of a name is fish? One fish, two fish. Oh, you gotta go fish. Shaka Connie, Shaka Connie. Let me W Shaka Connie. Shaka Connie, that's all I wanna do. Radio.